You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1082. Owning your own business gives you the freedom to manage on your own terms. But it comes as a price. Instead of living in success, business owners unfortunately often find themselves dreading balancing work, passion, and employee satisfaction. In his latest book, Transform Your Company, Alex Vorobiev is introducing his concept of business alignment tools, which I think is very powerful. And this can help you to kind of build from the inner core. Alex, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to having you on here since you gave me a copy of your book, which is right here for those of you that are watching us on Facebook Live. You can see it right there. Maybe you're watching the video as a podcast or a video cast, excuse me, on YouTube. Um, let's start with, from your experience in writing this book and doing the research, what's the logical sequence for business owners to handle situations when they are overwhelmed with the idea of running their business? The logical or the typical, more typical is to focus on the symptom, focus on the problem, be it late late deliveries to customers or financial problems. As a cha- generally, they go after that, what they see and what's, what's flashing red. However, oftentimes that's not really the root cause of the problem. Right. One story I had with a client was they would help a satellite, a company that launched satellites, and there often would be something that was going to delay the launch. And the subcontractors knew this, but they didn't want to be the one that was caused the delay. But it really, so the one thing that would slow something down or Uh stop it Uh isn't really the problem. That was just the one that happened to stop the process or it broke. But there were probably more things. And why did it get to that point where everyone's playing launch chicken Mm -hmm. at the end of the end of the at the end of the countdown and trying to work your way backwards or deeper to find really what's the root cause of the problem. So you, you uh, read my mind. So what you're talking about is not solving the symptom, but the cause. It's, and that can be difficult though. It's the way society is today. You go to the doctor, they want to solve your symptom, make it go away. Mm-hmm. And so it's that counterintuitive for a, for a business owner. There's a lot of things to do. It's not doesn't make sense to step back and maybe start asking some deeper questions. Right. But what's really important? What's not going right here? And looking deeper, which it does take more time, mm-hmm. but you can more likely identify the real problem for next time. Well, and and that doesn't get any easier as your company scales, right? I mean, the closer you are to the problem, maybe even line of sight, you ought to be able to better diagnose the root cause after you have several layers of management and maybe cross departments it becomes very cloudy what the actual cause is absolutely and people have different different perspectives you have more people making decisions mm-hmm. we all make decisions every day but now you add more people and they have their own perspective and we take for granted that people see things the same way right. that hey this is what's really important to our customers it's it's not typical that people are going to see the same thing the same Mm -hmm. way yeah but it's the assumption i'd recommend anyone in our audience who thinks people can view the same set of facts and come up with the same viewpoints to maybe 
donate some time and go on a jury duty because that can be a really eye-opening experience. But I digress. All right, Alex, uh, what was the inspiration for you to write Transform Your Company, which I'm holding up right now for the camera here? What was the inspiration for this? Well, I can I can remember the day. It was a Saturday, and I was at Disneyland, and I was really frustrated. And my wife and daughter, they could tell I was frustrated. And I had a way of kind of bringing home my, my work at the time. Okay. And had cleaned up some financial issues for one of my clients, and they asked me to get more involved in the company. And I was getting more and more frustrated that that, the, that we weren't making the progress in really growing the company that, that we desired. And I sat there, and, and they finally said, look, you finish your cup of coffee, and and we're going to go in the haunted house. Hmm. So I was watching, I was overlooking the river, the Tom Sawyer's Island, and the canoe ride pulled away from the dock. And the Disney, young Disney guy at the front was paddling hard. And I was like, well, he's getting a workout. And he had all these new Disney guests in there. And some were paddling. A lot of them weren't. And some were kind of counterproductively paddling. And he had somebody in the back from Disney helping out as well. Like, how long is this going to last? And my goodness, that really reminds me of this company I'm okay. working with right now in terms of we're, we're not all coordinating our efforts here. And how long can it last? But it didn't for the Disney. They, they pulled the canoe off to the side of the river. And the, ki- and the guide got up, turned around, and he put his paddle in the air. He said, this is your fun stick. Mm. And this is how you hold it. <laughs> and this is how you use it. You put it forward. You pull it back. And there's three rules. You know, if we don't row, we don't go. And he, made, he really got him understanding that and chanting that. Say, hey, the rule number two, don't splash. The water used to be blue. It's not. So just you know, people don't like that. And finally, don't stand up. You know, only a fool stands up in a canoe. But luckily, I'm a trained fool. Yeah. And he told him, hey, we're going we're gonna to try to paddle together. We're going to use some songs to do that. We're going to get out of sync. We'll get you back in sync as we do this. We, we do this together. We're done in less than 10 minutes. In less than 10 minutes, he took this motley crew of Disney guests, and he right. had them going in a straight line and they understood what they what they needed to do and i realized so often in companies we don't even spend that amount of time getting people on the same page because a company is about coordinating efforts to to achieve the desired results right and unless you really what's that method for getting people on the same page and as i struggled articulating to clients that that help clean up their financial problems and, and understand where their business was losing money. It's like, okay, how do you get people on the same page? That was the inspiration mm. for writing the book because I'd come across systems that did that, but um, they didn't have a name. And that was, and that, that grew into the book. And wow. it's, it's an, and when my, when my family came back after they went on the ride, they're like, well, that's some cup of coffee because I was in a much better mood. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 You, you're a different person now. That's awesome, though. Sometimes you, from those kind of experiences, you need to be almost that raw to catch the teachable moment that's around you, right? In some ways, your brain has to say, There's got, we're missing something here. Right. And that it's willing to slow down because our brain so often, it, it's trying to make quick decisions so that it doesn't use up a lot of energy. So we only have about a minute till our first break. And I I don't want to ask you what are three ways for business owners to exit the circle of frustration. I'd like to kind of hold that until the second um, uh, section. But 
part of the, what I like about your book is you take a look at the commonly available tools that are out there and you sort of begin to help business owners to understand them. And I'd like to talk a little bit about that when we, in the next section as well. Absolutely. But, but before we do that, in the 30 seconds that I've left you now, what do you find generally is the first area that a business owner should start to consider for improvement in their business? Is there, from all that you've the, done... The first thing, boil it down, is how do they handle it now when things don't go according to plan? Okay. When there's a missed deadline or the financial results aren't, aren't what they are or what they want them to be. How do they handle that? Do they start looking for the root cause of it? Do they dismiss it? How they handle what I call negative feedback. Yes. It's the first starting line because that's going to help you identify things like emotional no-fly zones where things that people or you, you don't like to go go near. The and employees really, have learned, right? Yeah, yeah. They've learned the hard way yeah. that, hey, let's avoid those areas because the leader doesn't like it. So so that it, in the 15 seconds now that we have, and we'll stretch a little bit in here, but um, you you reminded me and maybe even taught me to think of a leader's relationship to feedback. And, and maybe we can spend some time after the break starting with the leader's relationship to feedback and then talk about the other two things that I said we wanted to go over. Sounds great to can me. We do that. All right. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Alex and I will be back. We're going to dig more into his book, Transform Your Company, after this short, short word from me. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. When you use the Premier Rewards Gold Card from American Express, the rewards points can keep on multiplying. Buy three with triple points on airfare. Buy two with double points on gas and groceries. And a single point for pretty much every other dollar you spend on the card. Then, start choosing from over a million rewards to redeem all those points. Apply today and the annual fee for the first year is on us. Call 1-800-AXP-GOLD or visit AXPGOLD.com. The annual fee for the card is $175. See terms, conditions, and restrictions at AXPGOLD.com. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi. All of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have appeared on our show. You know, since we started doing this show here on octalkradio.net in 2009, we've reached hundreds of thousands of listeners through our live stream, our podcast, and the other platforms that we use. Simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show into your favorite podcasting software, and you'll get our weekly shows. If you're on YouTube and you want to see the videos, I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. All right, Alex, before the break, I said I want to go through three, three things in this block. Let's start with this concept that you have of assessing the owner's relationship to feedback. That came from working with clients as they implemented their these business alignment tools that are out there, things like scaling up, 
the E-Myth, Great Game of Business, EOS Traction. It worked for some businesses, but not for all. And I talked to a lot of people that they implement these different ones, and they had similar stories. And it, I, was, I was analyzing it. What is it? And what these systems all do is they ask a series of questions. What do you, and what do you expect to happen? Who's going to do what? And then you've got to compare, okay, what happened? Mm-hmm. And most times things don't go according to plan the first quarter out. There, there's the, the results and expectations. There's a gap. And how the leader responded to that gap. Did they want to understand why? Did they want to, was it a people, a process issue? Was it a product issue? If the leader was curious in wanting to identify the issue, that they had a good relationship with feedback. But when they weren't curious, when they, oh, that, they didn't want to go there, that was what I called a negative relationship with feedback. Right. And it could be quite emotional. And if, if a leader doesn't have a good relationship with feedback, these systems are not going to work. They all assume that the leader is going to look at expectations and results mm-hmm. and, and adjust things accordingly. But if that, and they don't like the results, but they're not willing to, to relook at what do you do to the inputs before you do it again, uh-huh. you're going to keep getting the same result. Okay, so the tool is not going to fix that. The tool does not fix. The None tool of the tools assumes you've surveyed. The tool assumes we have it. All tools. Are you saying all, all these tools that you're mentioning? All tools assume leaders will make rational decisions. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they, fair enough. It, yeah, that's it, a gongable a, moment over there, it, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're listening to us live, you can't really go back. But if you're on the podcast. You know to hit the back 30 seconds, maybe a minute in this time to get the context. But all right, all right, Let, let's let's move on. All right. Uh, you, you write in the book, a uh, business owner leaves their business in three ways. What are they? Well, there's three ways out. One is death. It can be death of the business. Is a business not growing, then it's probably slowly dying. And the other, or unfortunately, can be the leader. And the leader can be dying either not just physically, but emotionally as well, then then you have luck. Sometimes you get that lucky big contract and the, or the strategic buyer wants to buy out the company. But both of those you don't really have in your control and they don't happen as often as people would think. The, the number one way out is by choice, is by identifying what's important for this company to succeed, who's going to do what. It's answering important questions mm-hmm. and then using setting expectations and then making adjustments, using a good relationship with the feedback you're getting. Okay, what's not working? Is it our people? Is it our process? Is it our product? What do we need to change to, to be successful? And so it's, it's a choice. And it gets to the good to great and Jim Collins research in that uh, all those leaders had a great relationship with feedback. None of them, he, he said, none of them were industry experts or had some magic insight, but they really went about trying to identify what worked and what didn't mm-hmm. and do more of what worked. Interesting. I, I love the fact that you're a student of these tools and of lower tools for lower middle market companies and middle market companies. And um, I, I kind of like you're sort of a clearinghouse in some ways for me on looking at them dispassionately and seeing their strengths and weaknesses. And we certainly don't have time with the time that we have left on the podcast, unfortunately, for you to expose all your kind of views on that. But 
at a very high level. I wonder if you might be able to just talk about some of the major tools that you cover in your book. Sure. Well, we talk about um, two big buckets. One's core alignment tools, like I mentioned earlier, eMyth and EOS Traction, which tend to ask a series of questions throughout that an organization needs to answer from deep inside why it exists to its strategy and then moving closer. You know, what's how are they going to maximize their, their human capital, what I call human power, mm-hmm. to how are they going to measure things? And finally, how are they going to do things on the front line? Who's responsible for what? And so those systems kind of answer on a broad broad level, almost like a skeleton. Then they have another set of tools they call bolt-ons. And they focus on like one specific area. Take uh, Simon Sinek, start with why. That really gets an inside level of what's the a comp- helping a company find its purpose right. and define it, which is part of the core alignment tools, but just it's deeper. I call it bolt-on because you, you get even more depth. Mm-hmm. There's specific. But it's only really in that area. It's only really in that area. I mean, it grows out of there, but it really forces you to look at that one key question. That one key question in, in detail ways, but. That's important to ask that question first before you really get into what do we need to do on the front lines of our business? How do we have lean delivery of things? But that's where a lot of times people start with. And so it's finding those tools. And I put them into buckets. I have five buckets for them, which are in the book. And um, So so without going through all five of the buckets, how, how did you decide how to categorize them then? It's been a process. And... And I, I love business concepts and improvement, but I was frustrated by, well, how do you, what order do you, do you, do you implement them? And so it, it was looking at a lot of different tools and how they went about it, but also from a logic standpoint that which decisions are, are dependent on other ones. Mm-hmm. So how can you decide what people to hire if you really haven't defined your core values? And what, what type of behaviors are they looking for? Right, which would lead to your culture. Yeah, so it's looking at that kind of natural sequence, those small but powerful decisions on the inside that naturally build up versus mm-hmm. those decisions that are more perimeter-oriented, and they're broader, but they really are a lot easier once you have those key questions right. defined. So it was, it was a lot of chicken and the egg. Which one comes first? Okay. And which one's essential for that? But So, Alex, who should buy your book and why? Well, I, it's directed towards small business owners. That was, the, that was my primary audience. I had a, a few in mind as I wrote the book. But it's also for leaders within companies. I think it's for people who, who own, lead, or work in a company because it helps you start the dialogue mm-hmm. and helps you with a common language of how can we start improving this business? Because a lot of people have tried things to improve their business. Unfortunately, they might have started in the wrong order or they don't have a good relationship with feedback. Mm -hmm. And so this helps. This is a a tool to provide to somebody that says, hey, take a look at this. And chapter two talks about relationship with feedback. And it can save a lot of people time and money. If there's not a good relationship with feedback, most of these tools aren't going to work. I'll save you a ton of money and time. Don't go to time. chapter three then. Yeah, no. you can just stop now. Okay. If, if you're not willing to go wherever the elephant is in your company, then right. yeah. 
Yes. And it may not just always be the boss. It might be some of the key employees as well. I mean, we're not just singling out the CEO, although that their relationship to feedback is probably paramount. But so are the key executives and middle-level managers, I would think, too. Yeah. The, ultimately, the leader's responsible. And unfortunately, dysfunctional organizations, some people have higher tolerance levels for yes. dysfunction. Yes. And I didn't, I didn't grow up in a dysfunctional house. So dysfunction to me, I have real trouble dealing with it. But when, when the head of the fish is willing to deal with the dysfunction, that's when it starts. Mm. And so a lot of times people that maybe their behavior wasn't ideal, it changes. Okay. But sometimes it doesn't. You know, they, they were fine with the dysfunction. So that's, it really does boil down the leader. Talk, I did a lot of interviews for this with implementers. If the CEO's not 100% on board, it will not work. All right, tone at the top, even if the top's not that far, right? Yep. All right, so Alex Vorobiev, if somebody wants to buy your book, where would they go to get it? Well, of course, they can go to Amazon.com or they can, go, they can go to AlexVorobiev.com. And if spelling's hard, you yeah, can go right. to businessalignmenttools.com, which will take you there as well. Okay. And uh, are you on social media in any other places? I, I am. I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter as well. Uh, Twitter is Averobiev. How do you spell that? A, V as in Victor, O-R-O, B as in boy, I-E-F-F as in Frank Frank. There you go. Well, I've been looking forward to having you on the show since we first met, and you demonstrated your prowess and knowledge of all these tools and how you categorize them. I think it's the book is a great read and a good read for people who are considering process improvement and company improvement. Maybe it's a it's a primer before you get into the work to sort of read your book to get ready for that. Is that is that appropriate? It's a it's a great starting point. Okay. Well thank you for being a friend of the program and a part of the critical mass community. Well, thank you for having me on. Of course. All right. I would like to say that uh I'd also like to thank our engineer and producer for today's show, Paul Roberts. We also have three other producers who, with, without whom we wouldn't have a show, trust me, Crystal Nunley, Haley Stern, and Joan Park. Uh, if you'd like to connect with me on social media, the best way to do that is start on LinkedIn. I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I, Richard Franzi on LinkedIn. Once we get together on LinkedIn as a connection, then my other social media is there, as well as my website, which is criticalmass4forbusiness.com. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.